Well, hello, and I want to welcome you to the Victory Church Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Horton. I'm here to bring you a short message that's designed to help you become all that God created you to be and to live your life to the fullest. Thank you so much for listening. Let's get into today's message. Well, glad to be back with you again on our podcast today. It is a exciting and challenging at the same time, uh, time to be alive, right? So glad to be with you. Glad I can share the Word of God with you on these podcasts. Hey, I encourage you, if you're getting something out of the podcast, share them with your friends um, uh, and uh, let people know that that they are available. Uh, my heart as a pastor is just to make the Word of God available to people by every means available. And so podcast is one of the means that I use as a pastor just to get the word into the hearts of people. There's only so much time we have in our services. And of course, we have services on Sundays and Wednesdays at Victory Church here in Raleigh. But um, I, I just the reason I have the podcast twice a week is I just, just want to make the word of God available uh, in different areas, different subjects, just to help us all um, increase our faith and, and confidence in God. So hope you're getting something out of them. If you do, let me know. Uh, pastor at VictoryChurchRaleigh.com is my um, uh, email address. Feel free to email me with any comments or thoughts you may have. would look forward to hearing from you. I'm talking about healing in, in the, for the next while that is made available to us through the sacrifice of Jesus. And, you know, really, in the environment that we've been in since COVID hit in 2020, we need to keep our faith in God's Word and God's healing power built up or we'll not be able to keep the fear and doubt out of our lives. And the media has used a big megaphone to talk about sickness and illness and this and that over the past number of years. And that's why we need to have we, we need to be able to build our faith up and make sure that our faith is built up in God's Word so that when we hear all these negatives in the culture around us, we're able to repel them. So we have talked about the fact the same faith that cleanses us from sin is also the same faith that we use to <clears throat> receive the healing that Jesus has provided for us on the cross. We've talked about two ways that healing comes. Healing comes through the gifts of the Spirit and healing also comes by faith in God's Word. Gifts of the Spirit, that's healing that God initiates. The person's not looking for it, not planning on it. The Holy Spirit manifests. Gifts of the healings manifest, and a person's ministered to by someone, and they receive healing. Or there's faith that you initiate by understanding God's Word, knowing what God's Word says on the subject of healing, and then exercising your faith on your own and receiving the healing that Jesus has purchased for you on the cross of Calvary simply by faith in God's Word. Again, that's a healing that you initiate. And right now we're in the middle of talking about three reasons that Christians fail to receive healing. And we've gone over the first reason, which is, let me recount again, the lack of knowledge. The first reason that believers don't receive healing is lack of understanding, lack of knowledge. Majority of believers don't know that healing's even available to them. So they lack the knowledge, and hence their faith is limited to receive healing from God. Most churches these days do not teach and talk about God's will to heal. That's just a fact of life. You know what? The local church that I pastor, we're going to talk about health. We're going to talk about healing. We're going to lay hands on the sick. 
I encourage you, find a church that will preach on faith, that will preach on healing, so that your faith can be built up to receive from the Lord. So again, if you haven't heard the previous podcasts about this, I'll go back and listen to it. It benefit you greatly. Second reason that uh, Christians fail to receive the healing that Jesus has provided for them. The first one, again, is lack of knowledge. Second reason, we talked about this last time, I didn't quite get through, so let's cover a little bit more, is weak faith. Weak faith, again, is the second reason that believers fail to receive healing for from the Lord. Again, if you didn't listen to last week's podcast, uh, I covered this uh, number two, lack, lack of faith, uh, fairly strongly. You just want to go a little bit longer with that, share a few more things. Again, realize that faith is like a muscle. And, you know, um, you can take protein, you can ingest protein, and that potentially builds the muscles in your body. But you've got to have a resistance against those muscles for the muscles to strengthen and to grow. And so it's one thing to hear the word, but once we hear the word, and this is where we miss it, once we hear the word, we've got to put it into practice. Or just hearing and not practicing won't cause the faith to be increased and grow in your life. So uh, weak faith is a reason that many believers don't receive healing. And they have weak faith because they don't understand the very, the very actions necessary to build faith. James 2 uh, mentioned this last time. Let's cover it again. Uh, G- Jesus, practical half-brother, said, My brothers and sisters, if people say they have faith but do nothing, their faith is worth nothing. And then he goes on to say, Can faith save them? A brother or sister in Christ might need clothes or food if you say to the person, God be with you. I hope you stay warm and get plenty to eat, but you don't give them what the, the person what he needs. Your words are worth nothing. In the same way, faith by itself that does nothing, listen, is dead. Someone might say, you have faith, but I have deeds. And then he ends it by saying, show me your faith without doing anything. And I will show you my faith by what I do. So see, um, faith and works really go hand in hand. Faith is not a replacement for works. And works are not a replacement for faith. They both work together. If I say I believe, then the next step is, if I really believe, I act like I believe. So we do that with forgiveness of sin. You have to act like you're forgiven when you don't feel like you're forgiven. And we've got to act on our faith in God's word for healing when it looks like and doesn't feel like we are healed. So again, faith faith has, has to have something that accompanies it. It's got to be put into practice. So Again, weak faith is a reason that believers don't receive healing from the Lord. The antidote for that, obviously, is to get our faith to grow. You know, I broke my arm 10 years ago, January of 2013. I was on the Noose River Trail riding my bike. I was an inexperienced biker. I'd been biking for several months. I got onto the trail, and I was, on, I was um, uh, just entering a bridge um, that uh, had a sharp left turn, really a 90-degree turn, and I was going a little bit too fast to negotiate that turn with, uh, with the wet bridge that was under me. And there was wood adjoining onto some cement. And I actually fell in. I broke my arm. And um, my goodness, you know, uh, I went through the process of my arm, you know, healing. And I had to put it in the sling and let it be mo- uh, sedentary for a period of time, several weeks, number of weeks. 
six weeks or so, I guess. And, uh, you know, during that time, once, once, I, once I was able to use my arm again, the bone had I literally broke the bone completely in two. And I had never done anything like that in my life. So I, had, I couldn't use my arm at all for like six, seven weeks or so. And uh, so once, uh, once I was able to take the arm out of the sling and it had healed up and the bone had mended back together, then I had to go, I had to, go to a physical therapist because, you know, the muscles in my shoulder and there on my arm, my left arm, they atrophied. And boy, I could hardly lift my arm. I couldn't lift it above my above my head, above my shoulder. I couldn't lift my arm hardly at all. And I was amazed at how easily and quickly muscles atrophy with lack of use until I broke my arm. I understood it then. And, you know, faith is the same way. You've got to, you know, a lot, you've got to use your faith or if what you don't use, you're going to lose. So again, many believers think they have strong faith because their pastor or a, or the person on the podcast or whatever or the or the YouTube video is pouring the word into them about healing but again if you don't take the next step of putting what you hear into practice it doesn't translate into a positive faith that can drive sickness out of you of your body so you know again the last 3 years you know this was a real shock to me let me say it again with covid-19 when it came in 2020 and uh, so many people got really challenged because they heard so much on the media about COVID-19 and how disastrously dangerous and such it was, yada, yada, yada. And, and, and it was amazing to me that, and here's what I, it was a telling thing. Uh, so many people put more faith in what the media said about COVID-19 than they did faith in God's word. And uh, that was really shocking to me. And here's what I found out. A lot of people hear the word, but there's not near as many people that hear the word that put it into practice. You've got to go the next step or the, the, um, the faith is not going to be there. Faith doesn't grow by itself. It grows against resistance. That is, you've got to put it into practice. So again, um, Faith in many believers during this time was displaced, uh, displaced by fear. Um, and again, faith by itself is lifeless. It's got to be accompanied by actions if it's going to work. So again, weak faith is the reason that many Christians are sick uh, that need healing. So, so let me ask this question. So obviously another question would be, well, how do you know where your faith is? How do you know if you have weak faith or strong faith? How do you know where your faith is? And how, how do you know if you have enough faith if you've got the, um, the resistance of an illness coming against your physical body? How do you know where your faith is and whether or not you have enough to push that sickness out of your body with, with your faith in uh, God's word? So here's the answer. Faith rests. Did you hear me? Faith doesn't struggle. Faith rests. So if I'm struggling to believe uh, against a certain sickness or illness, I'm struggling with simple faith in God's Word, and boy, it's, it's, it's a testy thing, and, and I'm, I'm wondering how things are going to turn out. See, my faith is simply not there yet. Faith rests. You know, my mom told me often as a kid, because I would, and I still like to eat in a hurry. It's crazy. It really is. But my mother, when I was little, I heard, she used to tell me, she tell, told me once, she told me a hundred times, Mitch, 
Don't put too much food in your mouth, son. You've bit off more than you can chew. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> as a kid, you know, I finally learned how wise her admonition was. But see, if you've bitten off more than your faith can chew, your faith can receive. See, you'll struggle to believe what, uh, you, you'll struggle to believe God for healing. So when you're in faith for healing, see, you just know that you know that you know that everything is okay based on your confidence in God's word. You know, so if I'm in faith for the healing of my physical body, here's another, here's a, another way to know that you're in faith. What scriptures are you standing on to believe God for the healing of your physical body? If you say, well, none, not any in particular, then that's what you're going to receive from the Lord, not anything in particular. So that's the importance. Anytime I pray and believe God, and I usually have a faith project along the lines of physical healing in my physical body. I have faith projects right now. And if you ask me, I say, well, Pastor, how do you know that, that, um, how do you know that you're healed from that? And I'll give you scripture that I'm standing on uh, to believe that I receive healing that Jesus promised me. I'll, I'll just rattle them off because that is uh, the word is the basis for my faith. If you're not believing anything in particular from the word, then you don't have anything in particular as a basis for your faith. Does that make sense? So again, faith comes from the word being put into practice and you have to practice it. So how do I know if I have enough faith to, uh, to exercise faith in God for the healing of X, Y, Z, physical condition that comes on my body. How do I know? If I have enough faith for that and to push it out, I'll be at rest and peace, and I'll have an inner knowledge that God's Word is true, that God's Word is working for me, that Jesus took my infirmities and bare my sicknesses, and that if I believe I receive, I will have. I will have faith that I can speak to the mountain of sickness, like it says in Mark eleven twenty three, be removed, be cast into the sea. And I don't doubt in my heart, but believe that what God's word says will come to pass in my life. Jesus said, I'll have what I say. And then Mark eleven twenty four, whatever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive it and you'll have it. See, if I believe I receive it, I'm going to talk like I receive it. And if I talk like I receive it and I believe I receive it, eventually it'll show up. That's just how it works. So the in-between time, there's, a, there's always a time between the time that you believe God and, and the time that God actually manifests the answer to your prayer. And see, that's that in-between time. And that's where faith carries you. Again, faith is a gap stander. Faith takes the place, let me say it again, for, uh, for what God has promised you. But it hasn't arrived yet. You don't physically have it, but you believe you receive it. Faith says, even though I don't see it, even though I don't feel it, according to God's word, I believe I receive it. And see, that faith is a gap stander right there until the time that what you ask for manifests. So if it's if ask for healing, and see, I've done this so many times in my own personal life with my physical body. Whatever malady tries to attach itself to my body, I pray, I command it to stop in Jesus' name based on the word of God. 
that Jesus took my infirmities, that Jesus bare my sicknesses, and with his wounds I am healed. And then I mentioned to the Lord, Mark, for instance, Mark eleven twenty four. whatever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you will have them. And that them is healing for this particular sickness or illness that's trying to attach itself to my body. And once I pray about it that way one time, I grab it, so to speak, like a dog grabs a bone and say, Lord, I believe that I receive healing for this malady in my body. Thank you. I believe I receive healing. See, I say that uh, while the symptoms are still there, where I, while, while I can still see what it looks like isn't happening, but I keep saying, Lord, I believe I receive. Why? Because faith Faith stands for what you don't have. It takes the place of what you don't have until it stands until it shows up. And so, see, I should be able, if I have enough faith for whatever I'm believing for, I should be able to do what I just said with confidence and rest. If I don't have confidence and rest and I'm uneasy and wondering if it's working, I don't have enough faith for that. You see what I'm saying? So if that's the case, you may need to go get your medication. You may need to go to the doctor. You may need to do what you need to do if it's a real serious thing. And um, you just may need to do that. But more than that, get in the Word and begin to exercise your confidence in God's Word. Meditate in the Word until you build the Word deep, deep inside of you. I have scriptures that I regularly meditate on. Often I wake up at night, I meditate on those scriptures about healing. Why? I want to keep them fluid. I want to keep them strong on the inside of me. So if the enemy seeks to attack my body or I need to pray for somebody else, I always keep my faith up there where it needs to be so that I can believe that I receive the healing, either for me or if I'm praying for someone else, I can pray for them in faith. Does that make sense? So again, uh, so, so again, you know, uh, how do you know if you have enough faith? You'll be at rest and you'll know that your faith is taking the place of what God promised until it shows up and you'll just know that you know that you know all is well. You know, again, I've had, I've had God heal me of so many things so many times, uh, and I've done just this. But see, and I've had other times, and I gave you the illustration uh, last time of, of being in the hospital in 2004 with a burst appendix, and I asked myself, well, could I believe that, could I believe for all of the symptoms and all the agonizing pain and the grueling circumstance I was dealing with to dissipate and disappear without any medical intervention whatsoever? Well, uh, I had, number one, I had the voice of the Lord, don't get on the next plane. My appendix had burst, if you remember last time I mentioned, uh, a mid-flight between uh, Raleigh and Atlanta uh, on the way uh, to a missions trip in Africa. And, oh my goodness, um, I, I, had a, I had a choice to make. And here's what I knew. Um, did I have the faith to believe that that would dissipate and disappear without any medical intervention whatsoever? When I examined my own heart, I wasn't comfortable do, uh, doing without the doctor's aid and the medical intervention. I had surgery, removed the ruptured pen appendix. They gave me a series of five uh, antibiotics all at one time intravenously to drive the uh, sepsis out of my abdomen. It was a very sick, it could have killed me, the truth is. But, you know, we trusted God. I used medication, had an operation. That's where my faith was. I'm here today. 
And that was way back in 2004. If I had made the wrong decision then and didn't understand that uh, weak faith can hinder uh, me receiving healing, then I might have tried to do something and bite off more than I can chew, and I may not be here today. So you got to be practical with these things. So as I teach on divine healing, I want you to understand you got to be practical with yourself. Understand where your faith is because weak faith can hinder God's healing power in your physical body. And, you know, uh, hopefully you'll never have a situation where you have uh, have a huge, huge, huge thing come and, and you need a, a, you know, a, a huge amount of faith to be able to drive it out. But, you know, that's the reason we need to meditate in the Word, right, on a regular and daily basis. Let me also mention this as I conclude this uh, topic of, of weak faith as being one of the three reasons that believers don't receive healing. Back in the early 1980s, I was listening to Kenneth Hagin. He helped me a lot. He taught a lot on faith. And of course, I went to his Bible school and Susan and I lived in Tulsa for eight years there. But um, as I was listening to him one day, and this was like 83, 1984, it really shocked me what he said. I'd never heard him say this before. But Kenneth Hagin, you know, was healed of a of a, um, a, def- a heart condition and a blood condition that were congenital. And um, and he was healed when he was 16 years of age. But here's what he said. He said, alarming, and, and, and he had been healed for a number of years and was actually in ministry. And here's what he said. Alarming heart symptoms came up years and years after he was healed of them. And, uh, and, you know, he had to exercise his faith and believe that he received his healing and remind the enemy that he's healed. And um, then he made this statement, you know, he received his healing. But here's what he said, you know, and, and I, I never heard him say that. He said, he said you know, this happened uh, at a particular month of the year. I think he said like April or something. But he said, you know, I was pastoring at the time. And this is before he had got in his, into the huge ministry he had before he died. Uh, he said, you know, uh, again, I, I was pastoring. And he said the month before, he said, I was so busy with the things, incidental things I had to do to be pastor of my church. And, you know, I didn't spend as much time as I normally do in the word about healing. And here's what he said. And it shocked me when he said it. He said, he said, uh, if, if these alarming heart symptoms had come that month before when I was so busy, he said, I'm not sure that I would have received my healing because I was too busy and I was not building my faith as I need to. Now, when he said that, it really shocked me. So again, it showed me the importance of of two important things. Number one, faith is fluid. That means just because you have it yesterday doesn't mean you have it today. Just because you had it last year don't doesn't mean you have faith today for healing. You've got to keep your faith going. And, and the second thing it shows me is you've got to regularly meditate on Scripture and then be ready to put that Scripture into practice whenever the circumstances dictate that you need to. So again, that's the important thing to know about believing God and, uh, and believing and believing that you receive and being able to have the faith to do that. So again, can you believe? So, so again, what level of faith, and as I conclude this, let me summarize. Uh, one of the reasons that uh, believers don't receive is, uh, is weak faith. So again, faith uh, comes on, uh, has several levels to it. So again, let me say that, you know, how many know medicine just aids the body as it heals itself? Medicine itself does not heal 
it, it may help with the pain and such. And so let me say, first of all, there's nothing wrong with, with medicine, nothing wrong with the doctors. And again, be practical with your faith for healing. Know where your limits are and ask yourself this question. What can I believe? So here's some levels of faith. Can you believe that if you take medicine and then as you take the medicine, go to the doctor, take the medicine, pray and believe God that you'll be okay from whatever malady that you're standing against? See, that is a level of faith. Now, that's a lower level of faith, but if that's where you are, that's where you are. And if that's where you can operate in rest, then that's where you can operate in rest. And you need to realize that and accept that, but don't stay there. You know, meditate in the Word, then exercise the Word in areas that aren't, aren't uh, crucial or, uh, uh, or that aren't going to end your life. You see what I'm saying? Start exercising your faith. Or can you believe that regardless of the symptoms, regardless of the pain, the discomfort, can you believe that you receive healing for your body based solely on your faith in God's Word? See, that's a question. So, 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 see, that's a higher level of faith than taking medicine and then believing with medicine and with prayer you'll be healed. The higher level of faith is nothing but faith in God's Word, and you're believing that you receive healing for your body. See, so that, that requires a higher level of faith, which requires meditation in the Word. It requires acting on the Word every opportunity you have against the the force of sickness is trying to invade your body it, 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 so that your faith will grow. Faith is like a, a muscle. So see, again, if we try to believe and act further, then our faith can carry us. We'll struggle. So if you're struggling to believe something, your faith's not there yet. What's the antidote? Get in the Word. Exercise your faith as you get in the Word on small things. And again, you know, your faith will begin to grow. So again, three reasons that Christians are sick and how they may be healed, we've covered thus far. Number one's lack of faith, lack of knowledge. People don't know. Secondly, this thing with weak faith, that's a really, a really a, a regular reason that believers don't receive healing. Even if they have heard that God's healed, God heals, they've got to develop their faith. Next time when we come back, we'll talk about disobedience and how disobedience can hinder God's best in our physical body. And that's the third reason uh, that Christians uh, if they're sick and they don't receive healing, uh, disobedience is the third. We'll talk about that in fair detail next time. Lord, let the Word of God rise up in each one of us and give us the practical common sense to understand where we are in faith, what we can believe, what we can believe and rest in. And Lord, I, I pray that you would move us to meditate in your Word and, and, uh, and then once we meditate to put it into practice so that we can keep our faith strong and the physical healing that Jesus has purchased for us on Calvary in Jesus' name. We'll talk about this more next time. God bless you. Hope you have a great week. Thanks for listening to the Victory Church weekly podcast. I hope you're able to get something out of the message today. Before you leave, please make sure uh, that you subscribe or leave a review on whatever platform that you're listening from. Doing this goes a long way in helping us reach a wider audience. Lastly, if you want to reach out with questions, concerns, prayer requests, or comments about today's content, you can email me at pastor at victorychurchraleigh.com. I would love to hear from you. 
Go out there and be all that God created you to be today. God bless you.